Kiwi producer Rory Noble has just released his new EP where he asks the musical question, where do we go when the world ends? Here's Rory to explain. What if I can't? You got your EP that just came out, right? How, you, how did it go? <laughs> yeah, good. Um, long, it's been a long process and I guess it's good to have it out. Like it's, it's, it's just like another cool, um, especially like to tick off that, like having out like a, like this is my first body of work as an artist. Right. So yeah, it feels good. Why did it take so long to get it out in this form? Um, that's a really good question. I think it was a mixture of, um, just like prioritizing, figuring out when, um, like the songs have been finished for a while, right. but like also just not putting any rush to anything. Like, like I think one of the songs I would have made at the end of last year, um, and the first song, like the earliest song I've made for the project was in 2018. So just kind of selecting what kind of works and what makes sense and the story for me. Right. Um, but yeah. And then also like COVID and that, I think that kind of stunted everything and made everyone just go, Oh, what do we do? Yeah. What do, we do? <laughs> there was a lot of that. Yes. <laughs> what do we do? Uh, anyway, I, I guess we're out of it. I don't know. I can't tell anymore, but it seems different. Uh, yeah. So uh, it's curious because I know uh, out of the five tracks, several of them had been out for a while. I'm wondering if the response to those had anything to do with the ones that were left behind. Did you did you take into account how people reacted to them? Any feedback that people had? Dave? Um, to be honest, I I think I really shut off in that way when I'm like like in terms of I think only there's only one song well actually Team which was the first single that we put out and like maybe I think that would have been twenty twenty actually. Okay. We put that out, um, but I made it in twenty nineteen and kind of before then I didn't really like have any plans to release anything um and it was i took that song into um i was like friends with some of this spotify editorial team in sydney and i went to go meet up with them play them some music so obviously i produced for other artists and right. that and i i played them that song and um it was actually their encouragement to like actually they're like actually if you put that out like we'll, we'll give you some support because i got me got my whole fucking team with me so that was kind of the only like real feedback that i took on board was the actual initial yeah you should actually put out some artist right, stuff right. I, think, I think everything from then has just been like as just me exploring my own creativity as a producer so even if some people like like there's different production elements and sort of vibes across the whole EP. That's just been me kind of having fun with just exploring. Right. So people have given me feedback on songs, but I've, I kind of have just tuned it out a bit because I'm just like, I don't know. I'm, I'm just always curious to know what I even like as well. Like, I think that's what it should come down to at the end of the day is just like, just put out some stuff you like that you can feel happy right. to share people. And, you know, so... Right. So yeah. you had to rethink how you look at yourself differently as rather than the producer as an artist. How, how, what kind of process was that for you? Um, 
It's a hard one because I know, uh, like, I give a lot of artists that I work with, especially locally, like, sort of help with figuring out what they should do as an artist. But then actually to go be an artist is a whole different thing, um, like, kind of helping develop an artist or guide someone to actually then having to step into that is... That's, I think being a producer, you, like, most producers I know, they play that role of, like, what do you... You know, how do we actually put these songs out? What you sh- what 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 does this actually look like as an artist? But you know, to step into it is like it's different because I know how demanding it is as well to like really be an artist. Like it's there's a lot. And I think I think I'm definitely lucky enough to have the fact that I've been a producer like for a for a while that helps me go to like actually shut off a lot of the fears that most artists would have, I think in terms of like what people think of their music and, um, and that fear of putting stuff out and actually like letting people into like your vulnerable right. self creatively. I just think like, man, I just like, I make so much music all the time. I'm just having fun. So like, I don't care what people think really. Like I do, but like, as long as you know, that can help, like music and like my music can if it can do something to someone that's that's just dope but in the day like i'm like i'm just gonna put out if i want to make a different like this sort of record this time like that is completely different than the, the last then i'm gonna do that i just want to explore so yeah. all righty so if team was the first one out of the five tracks that kind of saw the light of day what was the second one after that um in terms of like, which got released next? Oh, what got released next? Uh, so next was High uh-huh. Again. Um, that was a song that I've had since. That was when I was saying the early. I made that in twenty eighteen. Right. Um, so that was like a very that, and the original version was very like different to what it is now. <laughs> so it's definitely had some life put uh-huh. into it. Um, yeah, and that that's a like i don't know they all all the songs have like a different meaning and all of them feel like i I think i have like a preference what's my favorite but then at the end of the day all of them are just like they all play a different part um in my life story or story of the last few years so yeah and i see that one you had a, a video that was very scenic uh, looks, like, looks like you might have gone to Huia Falls and a bunch of other places. Now we could be high again, high again, I know. And if it was all pretend, all pretend, I know. About visually what the songs are going to represent when you're making them? Slightly. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I think, well, the whole vibe of um, like all the songs, like the whole idea of the EP, like where do we go when the world ends, comes from visual memories I have of like it was actually um, in twenty nineteen, especially I think late twenty eighteen through twenty nineteen, I was having like dreams of what felt like an a pop uh, like apocalyptic sort of world right um and a lot of the dreams sort of strung together right. so even though, like i could have be sleeping 
a few weeks from the last stream and another one will come and it's like they joined and it was really bizarre like the whole year and i was i remember telling people about i'm like they're having these crazy like world ending dreams and (laughs) and that'll put a damper on your day won't it when you wake up you're like geez what did i just go through (laughs) (laughs) but it was like it's it was weird because it's like the whole time it was not like I don't know everything around me. It's like I was observing the world ending, and I was kind of safe. Like it, sometimes it felt like I was in danger, but I I don't think I was in any, any real danger. Like in these, and I think I have all these sort of visual memories of those dreams where I wanted to make my songs, make the EP fit around that visually. Um. And so the songs I've selected kind of helped play that part. And like not everything. And that like, you know, it's not like every song's like this weird dark, like, you know, world ending vibe. It's just like in those moments I guess of of like being in that sort of place, you know, it's like it's almost like a story that can right. be told. Um, so it has ups and downs, like the whole project has like emotional ups and downs. Some stuff is really fun and some stuff is is quite you know like make you think observant yep. so the, the ep opens up with headlines why is that there can you tell me about about why about the song and about making it forget about it just scared to say what i got on my mind just a thought and even if i think you blood the lines Testing at 2am I need to know that I got control Better by the world I'm in They wanna see how the story unfolds Headlines is... The... Firstly, the track order of everything has always confused me. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. I think I just like... Um, I think when I when I was arranging the track order, I tried so many different things, and any way I managed to put it, I could figure out how the story meant to me. And so the the track order now currently is just what I whatever I last was like. Yeah. Yes, I think this makes sense. Tomorrow um, could be different. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, it was cool. I just wanted to really open the song, like the EP, with um, with something fresh, but then also like something that really set the tone of like, like that that is probably one of like the darkest feeling sort uh-huh. of song and it's like almost everything gets a bit lighter after that or a bit more thought it's almost like that is like the um the meteorite hitting the earth sort of and then everything else is like if you survive that and it's just like <laughs> you're kind of just wandering around this like thought provoking sort of yep. thing um yeah and like that headlines is a really cool song. Like that's definitely, I really wanted something on the EP that kind of sounded like that. Cause everything else is quite acoustic right. driven. And that's the more like 808 just hitting like quite heavy yeah. drum feeling like quite yeah. aggressive. That's something I was like, as like I needed on that sort of approach. Just to also even just show that like, you know, there's um just like the diversity and sounds and, and sonic yep. sonically what it you know so right. yeah now you you've got a few people helping you out every once in a while so it brings us to what if i can't 
where you got Mikey there uh, to tell me about your collaborative process and that song in general and in, in particular. What if I can What if I Mikey, me, Mikey has to go way back. Um, the, the that whole song was um, originally it was just guitar. I played the guitar and the piano, and I had written most of the song out. And I had a verse. And I think it's kind of if I get into a, a a thing where I'm writing a whole song, I always leave the second verse empty just because half time I just come back right. to it later or don't even know what to like. Like by the time I've done. If I've managed to get a verse and a pre-chorus and a chorus out, I'm yeah, pretty yeah, stoked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> yeah, I thought like second verse can come anytime. Um, in this case, I just knew Mikey's voice. Like obviously, recording producing Mikey for so many years, I was like, man, Mikey would probably kill this way, way better than me. Um, so I sent it to I sent it to Mikey just to record to, like to get a second verse, and he, I think he sent something back in a day or something. And yeah, it felt right. I think like me and Mike have got have got so many songs from sort of working together for so many years. Like, and it was at some point we'd put out something together, whether as like me being a part of his project, um, or and especially him being one of my songs. Like, I think um, that one just felt right. That one felt right. Like when when I got back, like this is like this is dope. Yep, this yep. is cool makes sense it feels nice it feels like a like a real beautiful song so yeah i was, I was stoked with it i was cool, really cool, stoked cool. And, I, and you got a couple other folks that helping as far as i know ben malone and simon gooding no simon he's he seems to be everywhere what, what did they do for you <laughs> um so i mean simon's a really good friend of mine um he mixed high again um and also did some co-production stuff on there but he's just like He's just like, I don't know, he's just one of those really, those guys in the industry that is just so easy to like be around and like actually like if you're in terms of like having to open up a song where you're like emotionally vulnerable, like he is someone that's just like so easy to take whatever process that you need to be have done and like kind of do it. So he mixed that and helped with some production stuff. And he, he took that song, um, high again to like the next level. Just the little things he added was just like, it made every moment, like it, the way he make, make it something like impact is from taking something out, or, like, or putting it back right. in somewhere else. Um, and then Ben Malone is just like really collaborative friend, um, really close friend of mine who's a producer, songwriter. Um, and he, he also helped me write some of the lyrics and um, high again, but then he also co-wrote under the Joshua Tree Stars with me. Which, which brings us to that song. I think it's the only one we haven't talked about. So, do you see what I see, or am I going crazy again? I'm California dreaming, so I'll stay here for the evening. Joshua Tree? Really? I have, What's it like? I, um, it's, 
I've I've been I've only been there once. <laughs> and the whole song was about my experience there, and it was um it was beautiful. It was a pretty unreal experience of um sort of things that sort of aligned whilst I was there. Um, as yeah, as yeah, one of the crazy, most crazy experiences in my life, like going out right. there. Um, by chance too. How did that like, happen? By chance. With friend. Um, well, I was with uh, my other my other buddy Ryan, who's a big collaborator, like collaborator uh-huh. of mine. Um, we were in LA doing some writing, and we have a friend, Vinny Bennett, who's an actor, who's a Kiwi actor, um, who was living there at the time. Um, and we all had this friend called his name was George, and George was staying out there with his girlfriend, his girlfriend's family. And yeah, he essentially what happened was he and um he, he he invited us to come just one night just to come hang out with um his girlfriend and his girlfriend's family and stay the night out there. So when we left, it was like um it was an evening. It was like it was like it was like seven. So what actually happened was is like it's it's a really long story. <laughs> no hurry. But, uh, I don't know if you want to like I don't know how to go into it, but it was just like a really cool experience where we all just sort of sat out and watched the stars like from pretty much as soon as we got there till till sunrise, like we just stayed out and watched the stars and it was right. like it was nothing like it was like nothing we'd ever seen before. Right. In terms of like how bright the like sky was, how like the stars, like it was it was crazy. It was, it was cool. It was like I think at that point it was nice to just have that sort of like connection in that sort of place. Right. It was just such a great, like um really cool experience. Um with really cool people. Right. Like just like really chill. Cool. And musically the track itself has a different vibe than the rest of them, I think it seems kind of a California dreaming kind of feel to it. Is that what you're thinking about? What kind of project? Yeah, I think so. Here? I think it's like, um, there's a mixture of, yeah, 100%. Like, I want, I wanted that sort of feel to be like warm summer, like California summer night. Oh. Like, but then also, because I have a lot of, there's a lot of sort of, um, sort of older country influences to it too, which is just, that comes from my sort of music upbringing um and then my vocal being more r and like sits in a more r&b yep. sort of way on that track i don't know there's a cool mixture of, yeah. of all of that and like i wanted i just wanted the vibe to feel like warm in a way yep i think i think like that's how i felt when i was lying under the stars felt very warm very nice very <laughs> I'm interested now in your upbringing and listening to country music when you were growing up. What kind of stuff were you exposed to? Oh man, everything. Uh, my so my guy dad was a uh, performer, an entertainer. Um, we're from Palmy, so yep. I used to um, me and all my brothers used to gig with him a lot, like at different bars, taverns, and wedding shows. Um, but we outside of um, Palmy is this little town fielding. Right, and every Sunday he dragged us to. He was the president of the Fielding Country Music Club, which was <laughs> like a, a. I don't know when I I figured out later on that like, like when you think of like country club, you think nice, but this place was like, 
and an old like sports bar. Right. And that's like just people that were kind of average, just all sorts. A lot of old people that would come in and they would put their name on, on on the list and everyone would get up and sing a song. The band would play it. Yep. Um, and it ranged from like everything from like really early country stuff to even like because I don't know, my dad and his bandmates were all they like when they gig they played a lot of like like soul and a lot of and it had this weird mix of like like I don't know Eagles to like I don't know like Luther Vandross right. <laughs> um, to <Yeah>, cool though <laughs> Bee Gees right. like Glenn Campbell like I don't know it has, there's a weird mix of stuff and I, I i actually like when you're a kid and you're you're playing you're in the situation where you're playing these songs and like this is all you're exposed to one i started to hate it after a bit because i was like man I, like every sunday probably for like four or five years or maybe even longer i had my sunday as a kid taken from me to go play this like <laughs> this music as a kid i was like and i like i used to like almost like some sundays be like like i just want to hang out with my friends right right at the, at, but then when you when I started becoming a producer, I realized how much all those music influences play a part into like what I do as a career. Yeah. Um, and then also having that actual like, like almost like ten thousand hours put in to like be fluent and playing quite a few dis- different instruments from pretty much going there every Sunday, not wanting to, but like yeah, <laughs> and experiencing that like that was something definitely like not I don't think. There weren't many other kids there. Like sure. we experienced that, and I mean, it wasn't like all the musicians were crazy, and and especially all the singers were pretty. Half of them were pretty bad, right? <laughs> like it was still like a, like this is what you make of it, and like all those, like I know all of those older songs, and like I can like when they come on on like, or even going back on Spotify, listen to some of the like like some of the the musical arrangements and of some of those older songs are like like definitely influence in what I do. Right. Especially, which I think is, I think it's dope. Like it's something that like, it's very personal yep. experience that feeds to what I do. So very cool. Now, since you've been in Auckland, you've opened up the studio, right? Over, uh, uh what's it called? 5 AM limited. So tell me what, what's involved with that. What are you doing? What are you doing there? Um, as, as to be honest, this is a new studio space. It's in Wairo Valley, which is on the shore. Right. Um, so, yeah, to be honest, for, uh, we were very lucky with the space because the space was pretty much built by someone else who had built the space and then had kind of like, it was almost like not long after you didn't really want to do, do do it anymore. Right. So we kind of took it from that, like already being like really like having a lot of in terms of um, treatment and having the rooms built. We we're fortunate that we didn't have to actually spend a lot of money right. on that. Yeah, that's cool. Already um, made, eh? <laughs> yeah, we put all the gear in, and, and lucky enough, I don't know. I'm a real gear nerd and like gear collector. Uh, I don't know why. I, I think I just like I've I've always had enough studio equipment for more than one studio. So yep. there's two rooms here, and we've managed to get both of them sitting up. Like so, they act as a um. It's it was originally set up as like a control room and a live room, but um, we just thought. Don't. we can have it set up like that but then we also can have them work as their own um 
like independent rooms. So like right now, like I work out of one of them. Right. Um, we just have like a few other producers that come through and do their, do their work, but we really just like, it's made it a cool home for just any new like music I'm working on as a producer. Um, there's like a bunch of artists in Sydney that I've been working with who have like flown over here and it's like a cool space for them to come in. Sure, like sure. that's, um, yeah, it, it's just, just a really creative hub at the moment. And we also have, um, a little office space where my younger brother, who's a videographer and, um, like 3d designer, he does his work out of there and we have another friend that does like video content. So yep. yeah, it's just cool. And it's, it's cool that I think it's like out of the city. I think my last two studios have been in Kingsland, yep. um, which is like, you know, yep. the classic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's like all the, along like Kingsland's trip all the way up to like, um, some of the street is like all sort of studio vibes. Yep. Like every, like, you know, all the studios exist. And I think it was cool that when we found the, like the wider sort of spot, it was like a cool, like sweet, like this would be a cool way to actually, just get out and actually have our own isolated place. I still live like I live in the city. Um, And when we're like, when I drive home late at night after like, it's so nice. Like it feels like we just like left like a different town. And you see like coming around that bend where you can see, you start to see the whole lights in the, in the sky tower. That's nice. I, I really enjoy it. Like having that not as accessible when you're out here, you're kind of locked in, you're working. That's the kind of vibe. Cool. Cool. So now that you've got these five songs out there, are you thinking about what you're going to do next uh, as an, as an I, artist? I, yeah, I, I think so. I It changes. Like, it just it, it just always changes. Like, I've, I've got more songs that, like, I could, like, I could put together another EP. Right. Um, that, like, of songs that I'm like, I love these songs. These songs are really cool. It'd be cool to actually put them out. Yep. And then, but then, like then you start hearing other people's albums that come out from all and you get exposed to new music and you're like, Oh man, I'll make some stuff like this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. River and that, like, um, yeah, I think, I think what I like, I'll do is just kind of see how this plans out. Like there's also, there's some other stuff we're doing with the EP, like doing some, um, sort of cool in studio sort of live videos of the songs. Right, right. So start getting into that. Um, and yeah, I, I guess we'll see, like it's, I have to juggle up, um, having artist stuff and being a producer yep. and and like i like the fact that those two can play into each other so i just want to think about that too like where's my production sound going like should i like you know like make more of a statement with my artist stuff by pulling more of my like the production sound i'm, I'm in at the moment yep. or like do i just keep being experimental and just like having fun and all of it just want to have fun anyway yep um <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm really, actually, I'm I'm really in that sort of considering like all these things at the moment because I want to keep putting out some stuff. Just yeah. And do you do any live shows? No live shows at the moment. I think I was just talking to um, had another interview before this, and she was asking, "What you got shows coming up?" And um, probably not. I think I'm so just so enjoy like being in the studio and, and creating right. and I, I, I like I will at some point reckon we'll do something live but, but like I'll make that moment more special and more thought out and not just try you know like I don't know I'm definitely someone that if I'm going to do a live show I want it to be like I want it to be crazy and I, I like want it to be an experience um, 
yeah, and like I really want to think about what that looks like and do something different there. But yeah, yeah. I mean, so right now, like no shows, but we'll just keep being open to see what not, see what comes not? up. Yeah, very cool. Alrighty. Well, thank you very much for all of that. Is fascinating and i hope the ep does everything you want it to do and uh you know look forward to seeing what you're going to come up with next yeah appreciate it